I am Reverend Deborah Phillips, and welcome to Discovering Spirit Within, a spiritual life center podcast dedicated to helping people discover and activate their personal relationship with the divine. Oh, Celia Cogdon Surridge, welcome back to Discovering Spirit Within. It's uh, good to see you again, or good hear to you see again. you. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, this is going to be a little different this week because we have a guest. Would you like to introduce her? Yes, um, I'm super excited because it's October, which is the month of magic and witchcraft. And um, I guess you could say that I'm a closet witch that is starting to kind of come out a little bit. And um, our guest today is Deb, who is actually part of an online group that I'm a member of. It's called Being Boss. Being Boss has been around for several years now. um, And the host, Emily Thompson, just had a conference called the gathering um it was the gathering the guided by intuition gathering and um it's it's a podcast for entrepreneurs i think i've referenced it before um but the big thing is that we're all creative entrepreneurs that kind of believe in the woo-woo just a little bit of the woo-woo so one of the things about spiritual life center for me that um we've talked about deborah in discovering spirit within is, you know, finding spirituality in all of the things that are available. Right. And so, uh, Deb, uh, thank you so much for joining us. We're so excited to have you here. You are a community herbalist and you identify as a forest witch and, um, you became interested in herbalism in the late 80s and have been studying ever since. And really today you're going to be talking about finding spirituality within like the forest, within plants and nature. And so I am just, I'm super jazzed about this conversation. So um, Deb, if you would love to share a little bit more about you um, before we get into some of our conversation today, we'd love to hear more from you. Thank you. And thank you both for having me. I'm, I'm really excited for this conversation. Um, I, live on Mount Hood on the edge of a forest and um, surrounded by cedars and elders. I have a little apothecary like tucked into the woods on the edge of a meadow. Um, I grew up in Portland and I was the child that uh, spent a lot of time outside hugging the trees, talking to the pansies, and they always talked back. Um, I got to a certain age where my parents are a little concerned <laughs> that more of my friends were plants <laughs> than people. <laughs> and so they asked me if I would just stop. <laughs> and so I did put that aside um, until my 20s. And then a group of friends and I discovered herbs all at once. It was just this, um, we wandered into an herb shop and it was just wall to wall jars of herbs. And we were all really bitten by that bug. Um, I've worked with herbs on a casual basis since then, um, my twenties and through my, um, forties were all in the restaurant business, um, Mm. where I had to, I had that moment of, well, wait, this isn't of service. How do I make this of service? And Mm. so for me, it began to be, this is how we eat healthy. And this is how we connect to the land to um, by raising organic foods and and you know uh, working individually with those farmers and those ranchers and then of course I had my herbs that I helped my employees with and so I've always been the first aid nurse you know kind of thing 
But as I've gotten older, people in my circle, my family had other issues they needed. And so I did the deep dive and finally just dedicated myself fully to my herbalism. And with that and slowing down, all of a sudden I realized one day that the plants were talking to me and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is what it was like. And I just knew it's like, I, you have to slow down and just open your mind and then you get to have those conversations and it's this healing of our souls to um, to work at a different level with the plants and with the trees and it's it's a deeper healing than just a first aid you know for a cut wow when you were uh, experiencing the feeling of the plants like talking to you, how 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 is that actually translating? Like, obviously, we're not thinking cartoons actually physically no. talking to you, right? How <laughs> how was that? Um, I do hear all hear words in my head, um, and it is very much in my head. I don't feel them coming in from outside. I just it's like they'll something will pop up in my head and I'm like, wait a minute, that was not what I was thinking about. That actually is coming from outside. Um, I, uh, when I go foraging in the forest, I will um, find the tree that to me is the elder and it isn't necessarily the biggest tree. It's the one I feel called to. And I will put my hand on that tree and just quiet myself. And there's this exchange of this is me and this is me, and we can feel kind of this back and forth. I can feel a beating heart from them. Um, in recent years, having kind of crossed over and doing this on a regular basis, I've had a few plants that flash in my mind, like there's this um, archetype, like I can see this being from the side of my vision. I've had this happen with mugwort, um, with nettle, um, rose. Uh, it's really, it's very interesting. I know other uh, women, wise women that do this kind of thing where songs come to them. I don't have any of that. It's completely unique and different with every person. Wow. So you just used the term wise woman, and we've also used the term witch here. So let's take a step over into that department. And and uh, how do you define find being, you know, witch as, as opposed to, I mean, I think of witches as being wise women, but that, that word has such baggage with it. <laughs> yeah. So what is, uh, can you talk about that a little bit and how you define your, why and how you define yourself as a forest witch? Okay. Um, the forest witch has come in recent years. I always saw myself more as a hearth witch, you know, someone, a kitchen witch, because that was what I worked with. But living um, for the last 15 years full time, I've always had a, a forest connection, but for 15 years we've lived in the edge of the forest and I do a lot of my foraging within uh, the forest. And that's where I feel most at home, most settled, most myself. And I realize that's my connection to the natural world is that of being a forest witch. And, um, and it's, you know, giving back, it's reciprocity. It's clearing little areas when I'm there. It's not just taking. It's you know, it is a back and forth connection. Um, and I know people that you know consider themselves a hedge witch, where they're working very magically with the herbs. And to me, working with the herbs is magic. Healing that way is magic. Um, I say so. 
I guess to me, being an herbalist is a form of witchcraft. You are making medicine and remedies from the plants. Um, a wise woman to me is an elder within the community. Um, I definitely uh, work within the Guyan structure of the maiden, the mother crown, but I put wise woman in there too. Um, it's to me, that's an elder herbalist that is sharing knowledge. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I might be on the tiny edge of that. I don't know. I feel like I have uh, many years to go to be a wise woman, but that is, of course, um, we each have our wisdom to share. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. I was uh, in Hawaii a few years ago when I was talking to this woman who was doing a healing technique, and she was probably in her 60s, and she was just being allowed uh, to, to learn this technique. And she said that they were going to change it so that you couldn't start learning it until you were 70 because you weren't wise enough. Yet. Right. Yeah. You know, I think that you have to have uh, a lifetime of experiences to be able to uh, maybe reflect back on those experiences. And then now you've got that knowledge that now you are settled enough that you can share them. Right, right. Well, so I know that today you were really hoping to share about slowing down, you know, and what an appropriate uh, topic really for this type of a year. Um, And I think that's, you know, the overarching uh, theme of this, this episode anyway, is, you know, how to spiritually find yourself in the forest and nature. And I think that inherently is slowing down because if you're leaving your cell phone behind, you're leaving your laptop, your laptop <laughs> behind, um, and you're going out into nature and just listening that in itself is, I feel slower. So I'd love for you to, uh, share with us about, you know, opening your heart and connecting to a place that can lead to connection with plants um, and, and receive their message. Please, I'd love to hear more about that. Okay. Um, I think that in our current society, it's the hardest thing to do because, I mean, I'm a multitasker, you know, and, and you have to leave that behind. You have mm-hmm. to decide um, on this day, I'm willing to not worry about the phone or emails that should come in. And And sometimes you have to plan that day. Um, I have really, I definitely go in the curves of of where I can just say, you know, I'm going to let nature lead my entire life. And when I can do that, I really have deeper connections. Mm -hmm. Um, And so when we go foraging, um, like right now, um, I've been out at the coast and um, we're doing some mushroom foraging. Um, with family. And, um, but then because I've slowed down, I realize, oh, here's some uva ursi, which is also locally called kinikinik. And it is medicinally very good for um, uterine, or I'm sorry, not uterine, um, uh, the urinary tract, mm-hmm. um, and especially UTIs. And then, of course, I'm like, okay, this is, I'm not finding mushrooms today. This is what I was brought to. But in slowing down and seeing that, it reminded me, it's like, I just need to find a tree. <laughs> and so this was a new forest to me and I hadn't even introduced myself. And I realized that I had this kind of um, 
just not a common enough feeling in me. And the second I found the right tree, placed my hand on it, and the message I immediately got was, it's about time, <laughs> you know, that I needed to slow down. And when I made that connection, um, then I felt connected to the place. I, I really feel like we can't always be going into a place where this is my mission today. I'm going to, you know, accomplish this. I'm going to find these mushrooms. I'm going to go back and cook dinner. It's, I might find some mushrooms, but what my mission needs to be is to slow down and get to know this place. And therefore I'm getting to know myself. This is such a, a beautiful connection because in the conversation we had last week with, with uh, Frank, he was talking about how we all need a sense of place, how we, and then I followed that up with, we, we all need to know where we are, we, where we belong. We need to have some connection. And if, even if you're living in a city and you can't connect there, then that's when you go out and find the tree or you go out. Uh, so that's, that's, this is, I love how this is all just sort of flowing from one podcast to another. Mm -hmm. And I forgot what I was going to ask next. So <laughs> Celia, can you jump in with? <laughs> <laughs> How fun is that? Um, well, okay. So if, let me go ahead and ask you, I think a lot of people um, are looking for specific things right now. So, uh, you know, maybe, uh, how do I reduce my anxiety today? How do I, um, possibly bring a healing, um, thing home, you know, whatever that is, because I'm dealing with some type of body pain. When you're, when you're thinking about planning that day to slow down mm -hmm. and go out in nature, what types of plans are we needing to make? What, what things are, should we be looking for? What type of research maybe is there a book that we can grab? Um, I think maybe you have some resources coming down the line. I'm not, what, what do we need basically? Okay. So um, we all live in different places, obviously in the world. Um, this kind of connection you can do in a city park, you know, um, find a tree and, and hold on to it. If you're, you know, in a park, um, I, I think if you are wanting to go out farther into your local woods to have this kind of uh, nature connection, which I highly recommend, um, I think it just slows our minds down and it allows us to dive deeper in internally, uh, which gives us just wonderful healing. It's so good for our heart. It's relaxes our solar plexus where so many of us are carrying our stress right now is in our stomachs. Mm -hmm. And so the first thing I would say is to get a local guide of your area, um, whether that is a guide of trees, if you want to make that connection on a visceral level, or um, uh, there are wonderful medicinal um, or books for every region of the US. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm sure they're available for every country too. Um, but I honestly feel like um, the, the way to start is to, um, is to just go and do forest bathing, which is uh, uh, something that they do in Japan and doctors actually prescribe it. And wow. you go out and you don't go with the idea of collecting anything. Um, you just are, it's like you're basically, you're going for a hike, but you aren't even uh, approaching it as I'm going to get the exercise of going for a hike. You are just going out there, breathing deeply, 
quieting your mind and uh, and you just all of a sudden have a natural connection to where you are. And it just is so stress relieving. It's wonderful. And really before um, collecting from a place, it's wonderful to make a connection to the place. Um, yeah. I've been building a school. I teach, uh, I used to teach in person. <laughs> um, I do have one apprentice that I'm working with right now, but I've had requests for, for classes. And so I've just, I'm right now putting kind of the, the tail end together of a, a 12 month online school, um, that'll start in February. And the beginning of that is making these connections um, and then, uh, and kind of combining the magic with the practical, learning about herbs, learning different um, remedies you can make, whether it's a salve and, you know, a, a tincture and infused oil, um, and how to use these for connection as well as your own health and well being. But learning when you make this connection, you are healing yourself. For some people, and I always am talking about this in my monthly newsletters, um, and you know when I talk with people online, that um, sometimes sitting down next to a plant, even if you you know you know it's a medicinal plant that you can make a tea from, but sometimes just sitting quietly with the plant and listening for messages might completely heal you, and you don't even need to have a tea from that plant. Wow, what an idea! I love that. I just love that. Deborah, did do you remember your question? <laughs> well, yeah, actually there's two of them. First of all, I knew some people um, in Arizona, which is where I'm originally from, who uh, worked very much in, in with herbs and all of the natural healing. And sometimes they would just walk up to you and put their finger on your third eye and say the name of the plant. You know, yeah. just, just say the name. And it was amazing just because the essence, the energetic essence of that plant um, is, is always there, you know, it's exactly. in the ethers. And um, they were very, very careful because they were with a church that would have considered them witches in not the good way. Yeah. <laughs> and so they were doing this and then looking over their shoulder the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I was thinking about how um, you can go out into this, you know, wonderful place and, and become calm and quiet and centered and then come back into the, the crazy world again and sometimes that can be really jarring because it's yes. like, so how do you, how do you deal with that? If you, it's been great, it's been wonderful. And you walk into the house and bam, all of this other stuff is going on. Do you have techniques to help maintain your equilibrium? I really think this is where meditation practice comes in because it's almost impossible in our society and in you know, uh, it's such a busy world right now. Um, and it's a very broken world right now. Um, I have definitely shut down over, you know, the last many months because of the pandemic and everything else going on. Uh, and I keep turning back to meditation. Um, you know, for so long, that's been a daily practice. And now I am having to remind myself, it's like, you either are in the forest or you're meditating every day. And and you do the same thing within your house and you have to make sure that you aren't gonna be disturbed. And if it's only for five minutes, then it's only for five minutes, but you create boundaries around that time and that space. And, um, and then you just have to ease into the same um, 
those same patterns and same feelings as you do in the forest, or, you know, you might be doing this in your garden. It doesn't have to be the forest. That's, you know, definitely my connection, but I use those same, um, those same activities in my garden as well. You know, when I'm approaching a plant um, is just to quiet your mind and empty your thoughts and take very deep breaths and just have an open mind. And you may just have five minutes to 30 minutes of just peace and quiet. And that's the most healing time that you can have for yourself. And you may find that all kinds of messages are coming into you and they are exactly what you need to hear on that day. So I, I think it's one of the best ways that we can heal ourselves right now. Yeah, for sure. I agree. Well, Deb, I really want to thank you so much for joining us today. And I, I think one of the things that I would love to share with people is how they can find you and get more information on this. Cause this is one of those topics that we could dive into. And I think talk about for hours and I'd lose track of time. So <laughs> people can find you at chickencoopbotanicals.com. Is that right? Yes, okay. Correct. And you said that you have a newsletter that everyone can sign up for and that we should be looking for your class in February. February, is that right? Correct. Um, I actually have a newsletter coming out today. I always send them on the new moon. That's why this has been such a wonderful conversation of yes. intention for this new moon. Um, when you go to my website, there's now a pop-up window. When you sign up for the newsletter, you will be mailed um, an article I wrote explaining kind of the tools I use. I'm not physical tools, but how I go into the forest, how I do this connection that I'm talking about. That's fantastic. And uh, within uh, the newsletter and uh, there's online courses on my website that are uh, going to be reopening soon. Uh, there'll be a lot of information about the school, the wheel of the year school that'll start at in bulk, which is um, happens February 2nd. Man, I'm so excited about that. I'm definitely going to be checking it out. And I feel like I'm going to go for like a hike tomorrow or something. I haven't been hiking oh, in wonderful. forever. I'm like ready to go. <laughs> so that's fantastic. Well, uh, Deborah, would, do you have a few words to close up with today? Well, I just thank you both for having me. <laughs> this has been just wonderful to visit with you. And um, I just find even talking about this so settling. And I hope that everyone will find their little place that they want to connect to again and again and find solace and healing in that manner. Celia, thank you so much for introducing uh, Deb to me and bringing her on the program. It's been really great and maybe we'll get to hear from you again soon. So thank you very much for joining us and we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening today. Discover Spirit Within is produced by Spiritual Life Center Sacramento. If you feel inspired and want to show your appreciation and support, please go to slcworld.org forward slash donate. And until we meet again, deep peace of the running wave to you, deep peace of the flowing air to you, deep peace of the quiet earth to you, deep peace of the shining stars to you, Deep peace of the sons and daughters of peace to you, and may the joys of the world go with you.